0: It is I, the Wrestling Marvel Guy, Alfonso David, and I'm back again for Episode 2 of the Collect Toys Podcast. So, Episode 1 was really a rough draft, or I just wanted to explain why I started the podcast. So, Episode 2 will focus on how my love for wrestling and wrestling action figures started. So yeah, this is episode two of the Collect Toys podcast. So this is how my uh, love, this is how my love her action figure collecting specifically wrestling this is how my love for wrestling and uh, wrestling toys started so it was a it was a cold it was a cold summer night no I'm just kidding it was a uh, I'm not sure it was if it was a summer or a regular uh, weekend but we were at my Lolo and Lola's house Lolo and Lola in English means grandfather and grandmother. So these were my grandparents. We were at their house. These were these were my grandparents from my mom's side. So so yeah, we. I remember that day because my cousin Juan Ramon aka monji also lived in that house and uh, we would always play you know cousins we'd always play with each other play with their toys play with yeah you we know, just basically as kids we would always play with toys I remember one Ramon we were playing and he didn't know who they were at the time, but he had three muscled up men. He had three toys who were muscled up men. Um, one of those um, wore one of those wore black trunks and was bald. The next one uh, had a red and yellow attire, blonde hair, bandana, and uh, shades. And the last one had a t-shirt, a tank top that said macho. So, those three muscled up men were... The bald one was Goldberg, the red and yellow dude was Hulk Hogan, and the tank top that had Macho was Macho Man, so I didn't know who they were at the time, but um, while I was looking and playing at it, man, it was so badass, they really looked super duper cool. I didn't know who they were, I didn't know what wrestling was. But looking at those three toys, looking at those three action figures of Hulk Hogan, Goldberg, and Macho Man, wow. Uh, it was actually um, super duper badass. It was so cool at the time. That was my first-hand experience on what an action figure looked like. And it was like, mm, wow, I was so mesmerized. It was literally like love at first sight because uh it was a miniature version of a person in toy form and that was uh i don't know a game changer I, I i i don't know if it was really a game changer but it wasn't the usual toy cars books and blocks talking laptops or what it wasn't it was different was different from the Matchbox, Hot Wheels, Tonka. It was it was really different. At the time, I didn't know what G.I. Joe was. But they were, I think, the first one that ever released action figures. So, yeah. My first exposure to action figures was actually wrestling. Specifically, WCW. So... WCW means world championship wrestling Uh, WCW at the time was one of the um, one of the popular one of the most popular wrestling promotions at the time there were actually two it was the WWF World Wrestling Federation now called world wrestling entertainment and then there was wcw which was world championship wrestling so those two juggernauts of wrestling promotions was neck and neck in battle in uh, during uh during what they called the monday night wars because they were at the same time it was monday at around 8 a.m 8 p.m sorry WCW versus WWF. So I had really, uh, really had no idea what that was. I was only after the toys, the toys, pare. So after that, uh, after that uh, exposure to one Ramon's um, action figures, it uh, it became apparent, it became uh, it was a game-changer um, It made me like wrestling before even watching the product So after that um, uh, After that uh, So after seeing and being uh, exposed one Ramon's uh, collection of wrestling toys it became apparent that um, I should also start collecting wrestling toys so I remember telling my parents that um, if they were to ask me what I would want for my birthday it was clear that I would uh, automatically, automatically say wrestling. So, uh, who were my first wrestling toys? So I remember we were at, uh, uh, at a mall in Kubao. It was uh, Ali Mall. We were at a roostance there. Not sure if Ali mall or maybe Ali Mall, and I saw and i saw two wrestling toys and uh, my parents bought them <clears throat> those two those were my uh, christmas gifts those two were actually chris benoit and booker T. those were my first two wrestling toys and to be to be to be specific these were the Chris Benoit and Booker T ring fighters. Uh, it came with uh, <clears throat> it came with um a quarter of the ring because the ring had four corners uh you need you you had to um he needed to collect four in order to complete the ring and I only had two which were Chris Benoit and Booker T, but yeah um, I never completed that ring because <laughs> I never saw the The two others that were part of the set namely Bret Hart and Scott Steiner. I only had Chris Benoit and Booker T so yeah, those were my first two action figures, wrestling action figures. And I had... Uh, it was fun. It was it was fun playing with... I would... I remember <coughs> playing with it all day. I remember playing with it all day. And um, by the time that uh, you needed more, by the time that I needed more... I remember my third and fourth action figures, wrestling action figures were bought at SM Mega Mall. so we were there, SM Mega Mall, and, uh, was and were looking at um wrestling, wrestling and um at the time so at the time So at the time, uh, they were only the all the leading toy stores that we went to were only selling WCW wrestling toys. I never saw any WWE or WWF at the time. This was around two thousand and one. There weren't any WWF. So it was only strictly WCW. So what I bought at the time were Kevin Nash and Sting. So I had Booker T, Kevin Nash, Sting, Chris Benoit, and then um, added it. And then we, uh, I added another one, which was Bret Hart. So basically, my first five wrestling toys were all from WCW. Then I remember, uh, then I re- uh, then I remember me and Ramon would always play with those WCW toys. We would share them. I would play with, uh, I'd play with his toys, and he would play with my toys. So yeah. I'd play- was really fun this was around 2000-2001 and uh, yeah playing with the action figures were really really fun Uh, 2002 came and there was a shift I think there was a shift because by the time in wrestling WCW was bought by WWE around 2001 meaning WCW was already gone WCW was gone during 2001 and then I remember going to Toy Kingdom and then seeing for the first time ever in my toy collecting stint during the time in my two-year experience of toy collecting it was the first time that I saw WWE action figures on the shelves I remember these were the Jack specific WWE R3 tech R3 tech meant uh, it was the leading so for the first time ever I finally saw WWE action figures at Toy Kingdom. This was 2002. I was super amazed but at the time at the time wrestling toys were really really expensive so my mom really had my mom really had to budget um, my my spending, so um, I would only get them during birthdays and Christmas, because they're really expensive, I remember one time, they were um they asked me what I wanted they went to Toy Kingdom without me, so they asked me what I wanted for Christmas, and I said uh I wanted the big show because He's the big show. I remember I, I remember when I was a kid. I always really wanted an undertaker action figure, but at the time I Remember this it was really really hard To get one it was really hard to look for one because it was always sold out. It was always uh, out of stock. Because people loved Undertaker. Undertaker was so toyatic. He was really, really... Uh, toyatic, man. When you say toyatic, I think it was... Uh, toyatic means he's a photogenic toy a toy that is photogenic he's really cool he's really badass Undertaker is really badass and I remember he was a pain in the ass because it was hard to look for an Undertaker anywhere so we'll talk about The Undertaker I think we'll talk about The Undertaker on the next episode a bonus episode thank you hashtag thank you so moving on remember Yeah, so my parents bought the big show. Yeah, it was it was cool. I remember the Jax R3 tech It was it was ahead of its time looking uh, now it it is very similar to the WWE Mattel that is being released right now so Jax R3 So, Jack's R3 Tech, Jack Specific, yeah, it was a leading brand in wrestling at the time. So, Jack Specific R3 Tech figure collection. Let's see. Um, so, the WWE R3 Tech, which was around 2001 to 2003, was a line of figures made by Jack Specific that followed the Titan Tron Live that John live looked like shit so R3 style figures were the first to feature real scan technology the figures not only had real scan heads but real scan bodies in fact to this date man i remember i remember R3 tech because uh, at the time 2001 2002 those were really cool looking action figures because they looked like the wrestlers that they were portraying and the body the muscles man oh. uh, um big show had no biceps because he was fat and then uh and then kane was uh big they, they also copied the body of these action figures that's why r3 tech was really really ahead of its time the only problem that r3 tech had was um, tattooed wrestlers had no tattoos because they allotted time to have real scan on their heads and their bodies so the compromise was the tattoos so it's so it's hard to to play with the rock without um, it is it it doesn't it doesn't have that authentic feel because you have the rock and yet he doesn't have his signature bull tattoo or I remember one R3 Tech Undertaker which had no tattoos. Hey Undertaker pa naman had two arms full of tattoos. So it was, it looked, it looked unfinished because um it looked an unfinished product because the face were, the face were accurate, the body was accurate, but the tattoos they had no tattoos but that but uh, the Jax R3 tech was really ahead of its time and I really liked that so after the WWE R3 tech came the ruthless aggression line ruthless aggression came around 2003 uh, if you 2003 WWE was headed by John Cena, Randy Orton, Brock Lesnar, Batista, Kurt Angle, Shawn Michaels, Goldberg, Triple H, and many more. I remember this specific line because this was the line that my cousin also collected during the time. Uh, One Ramon already stopped collecting. But my cousin from my father's side started collecting. Um, Julian. My cousin Julian also collected the Ruthless Aggression line. I remember uh, we would always play um, with each other's toys. Because uh, at the time, we were the two youngest. Among, cu- among the cousins because um, hierarchy so his two older brothers Patrick and Andrew would play the ps2 first, then us. so while they were playing the PS2 we would always play with uh, ruthless aggression action figures. I remember at the time uh, Julian had a JBL uh, action figure which was at the time really hard to to buy it was really really hard to look for JBL especially it was the peak of his popularity because he became WWE champion also Julian had the Uh, Adrenaline 2 pack of Batista and Triple H. Batista also at the time was really hard to find because he was only available as a 2 pack. There were no single carded Batistas, it was always a 2 pack. So you needed to buy the 2 pack in order to get Batista. I remember Julian had a cool collection of uh, ruthless aggression action figures. He had he had a John Cena. The John Cena had a spinner belt. The JBL had a WWE Undisputed title, and then the two pack of Batista and Triple H had the World Heavyweight Championship, the big gold belt, and then. Uh, a water bottle for Triple H. So I remember every summer, me and Julian would always play with our toys. Uh, we would share because I had uh, I had Randy Orton, Shelton Benjamin, and uh, the other unknowns. While Julian had the 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 big man, the the, the main man. He always, he had the main man. He had Batista, he had Triple H, JBL, John Cena. Uh, He had Ray Mysterio. I remember he had Ray Mysterio. And then, yeah, we would always play. He also had a Junkyard Dog. He didn't even know who Junkyard Dog was. Pero he found it cool. That's why he asked his... um, his his mom to buy it for him, my tita, and then he had a hmm. He had a Stevie Richards, Blue World Order, action figure because he was looking for a rhino. Pero he only saw, the Stevie Richards Blue World Order action figure. So this was around... 2006... six, seven. So... I remember I had to... Stop... Uh, I stopped collecting wrestling... Around 2008... Because... Uh... They were no um. They were no longer showing WWE Raw and SmackDown. uh sa cable, during two thousand and eight. So, I remember stopped. Uh, I remember I stopped collecting for a while, two thousand eight, until two thousand and ten, because I focused on collecting uh, NBA figurines. Uh, we'll talk about that on a on a different episode. we'll talk about it on a different episode, but yeah, I stopped collecting uh, as you can hear the dog of my neighbor trying to take over the podcast. How convenient it's already two thirty in the morning I'm recording this on a thursday November. Nineteen, and he's taking over, so yeah mm, pa. mm. just at the som the, the podcast uh, so two thousand and eight until two thousand and ten I'm. So I stopped collecting wrestling action figures from 2008 till 2010. Because to be honest, the ruthless aggression action figures were really, they all looked the same. There were were no differences. Everyone had the same body. Everyone had the same torso. Everyone was jacked. It wasn't really accurate. So I had to stop collecting at the time. So the year 2010 came and then the WWE action figures were under a new brand, a new uh, license, licensing agreement. They were now going to be produced by Mattel, which is really a game changer when it comes to collecting because Mattel is well known for Hot Wheels and Barbie. They're an established brand, and it would mean that wrestling toys would uh, would be accurate and um, highly detailed and accurate. Uh, so I was sold on the idea. At the time, at the time I was um, fourth year high school, twenty ten. So. Yeah, it made me come back it made me come back wwe mattel wwe wrestling toys under the mattel umbrella uh, manufactured by mattel made me come back to uh, action figure collecting because of highly detailed sculpts uh, accurate uh, body accurate accurate body molds accurate torso accurate muscles it was accurate if you compared to the ruthless aggression Jack specific toys. So as of now, 2020, I am still collecting uh, wrestling action figures uh, because uh, until now, uh, Mattel still has the fran uh, the manufacturing or licensing deal. Uh, Mattel still produces. And manufacturers wrestling toys and now they've stepped up their game with their new feature called true effects meaning uh, face print uh face scan technology um the action figures now look realistic as as f as f and yeah um it looks realistic man uh so this is really just a brief run through of my history of why I collect. It's not really that uh, I wanted to expound some more. Maybe we'll do this again on the next episode. I just I just wanted a br- um a uh, dry run through of why I love wrestling with uh, touching up on why touching up on some wrestling toys that I had. So, um, this is episode 2. So, where do I buy uh, action figures? Where do I buy wrestling action figures? Well, um, you can buy them at uh, Chedric's Toys. Go to Facebook and search Chedric's Toys. That's G-E-D-R-I-C-S Toys. Collection of uh, cool, cool, cool uh, wrestling action figures. Also check out uh, Daily Habit Toys. That's uh, Daily D A I L Y space H A B I T space T O Y S. They also uh, they also sell uh, action uh, wrestling action figures, and also check out. Toy Hub, Toy Hub Tunnel Toy Hub Tunnel uh, Sir EJR say one of the best When it comes to selling action figures Wrestling action figures So yeah mm, This has been uh, Episode 2 This is just a, a Dry run through Of why I love wrestling and wrestling action figures um, Hopefully Mmm I can share some more stories about my uh, my uh, wrestling collecting adventures So don't forget to follow me at uh, on Instagram at the Wrestling Marvel Guy. It's at at the wrestling marvel guy. And also, um, this is episode 2. This has been episode 2 of the Collector's Podcast. And um, I might go off topic here, but this is for everyone who's affected. This is for everyone, uh, thoughts and prayers to everyone who were deeply affected by uh, by the typhoon and floods that happened last week because of the typhoon. Ulysses so yeah i'm thinking of ways of how i can help my fellow countrymen uh i might do an auction or I'm not, I'm not sure what i uh what i would do uh what i can do but i'll try to do something uh to donate i'm thinking of buying um thing of buying a, a waterproof drawstring bag and uh I just don't know what to put inside because ang awkward ang awkward naman mag donate lang ng drawstring bag without any content so yeah um prayers for the Philippines uh guidance um, because we're still uh we're still um There's can't. There's um there's a pandemic ongoing and then a typhoon just hit the country. So we need um thoughts and prayers to everyone. Uh, um, stay safe, yeah. Stay safe to everyone here in the Philippines. Stay safe and uh stay safe from the virus. Uh stay safe from the sickness uh from yeah let's i don't know what to say anymore let's just um uh stay safe everyone and once again this has been the wrestling marvel guy this has been the collect toys podcast the next episode maybe we'll talk about uh maybe a bonus episode um, talking about The Undertaker uh, maybe how hard how, how Undertaker, how looking for an Undertaker figure was a pain in the ass in the ass yeah, maybe uh, bonus episode um, Next episode is a bonus episode on hashtag thank you taker. Once again, this has been Alfonso David, a.k.a. The Wrestling Marvel Guy. And thank you. And happy collecting. Peace out.